Today, I want to draw our attention to the important task of seeing other people more fully and more completely. Stay tuned. Hello, friends. Pastor Tim Westermeyer here, senior pastor of St. Philip Deacon in the western suburbs of Minneapolis. It's good to be with you as always. We've spent a little time in the last few weeks uh, doing different things related to community. Uh, we did our episode last week with some friends of mine around the globe who are people I've gotten to know through our shared interest in watches. We'll link to that. A couple of episodes I did a um, talk or I, I lifted up an interview with about David Brooks and his new book, How to Know a Person. I'm actually going to come back to this in a second. We're in the season of Lent here, and so we're talking about community using the work of Dietrich Bonhoeffer, Life Together, and that also includes getting together for um, soup suppers and our Wednesday evening uh, worship. Uh, and I was actually just on the road over the last week or so uh, for an annual trip with uh, a number of, of good friends that I have. So community, uh, friendship, relationships, connection, all of those things are on my mind. And I have been reading this book by David Brooks, and I, I just I can't recommend it or commend it highly enough. It is outstanding and I think addresses uh, some deep needs that we have as a culture around how we relate to one another, how we understand ourselves, how we understand others. And so today, uh, I actually just want to, maybe in the form of a devotion for you today, I want to read a couple of things. I actually lifted this up in our staff meeting yesterday with the staff from the church. And speaking of community, we're having a retreat next week uh, just to do a little bit of dreaming and planning for where God is leading us here. And I'm planning to use uh, portions of this book to help us frame that up. So again, maybe as I'm reading this, there's sort of one section about how as human beings we tend to behave in relation to other people's, which is not particularly helpful, as you will hear. And then there's another section that uh, invites us to think differently about how we engage other people. And some of that, by the way, as Brooks points out, and I'm not going to get into the deep weeds of it, some of that is simply uh, awareness and knowledge of uh, and facility in terms of how you have conversations with people, how you listen to people, how you ask questions of people. Uh, and so uh, maybe that's worth sitting with um, in your own life uh, as you reflect on relationships you have. And again, in the form of a devotion, let me read this short section. If you happen to have this book, um, this is on page 38. Uh, in It's in part one, I See You and in the chapter called Illumination. And, and by the way, he's, he lifts up a ton of authors in this book, many of which are, are beloved by me, Parker Palmer, Frederick Beekner, Flannery O'Connor, among them, and many, many more. In this particular uh, uh, portion of the book, he's lifting up a, a philosopher and novelist, Iris Murdoch, um, who lived in the 20th century. So here's what he writes. For Murdoch, the essential immoral act is the inability to see other people correctly. Human beings, she finds, are self-centered beings, anxiety-ridden and resentful. And by the way, this could be translated theologically into we're turned in on ourselves, right? The primal sin is the sin of pride. This has been discussed over the centuries by many, many theologians. 
Uh, we are constantly representing people to ourselves in self-serving ways, uh, in ways that gratify our egos and serve our ends. We stereotype and condescend, ignore and dehumanize. And because we don't see people accurately, we treat them wrongly. Evil happens, he writes, when people are unseeing, when they don't recognize the personhood in other beings. And again, this is a very theological instinct, right, particularly from the Judeo-Christian ethic, that we're all, each and every one of us, are made in the image of God and therefore valuable, not just in this lifetime, but for eternity. And our inability to see that value uh, is a problem, right? We should, in fact, as Christians, certainly... um, affirm and celebrate the dignity of each and every other person. So that's all sort of how we maybe shouldn't act or shouldn't behave, despite the fact that we all do it, right? It's part of our sinful nature. Sinful, capital S, that's not like wagging your finger saying, oh, you did bad things. It's it's talking about our the human predicament, that we're not in right relationship with God, with one another, or with ourselves, right? Um, it's, it's just stating the objective fact of that. Okay, so here, and he goes on to, again, still quoting Murdoch. By contrast, the essential moral act, if the earlier one was the immoral act, the essential moral act for Murdoch is being able to cast, I love this, a just and loving attention. That's her line. To cast a just and loving attention on another person. Love is knowledge of the individual, she writes. That's quoting her again. That doesn't mean you have to romantically swoon for everybody you meet. It means that a good person tries to look at everyone with a patient and discerning regard, tries to resist self-centeredness and overcome prejudice in order to see another person more deeply and with greater discernment. The good person tries to cast a selfless attention and to see what the other person sees. This kind of attention leads to the greatness of small acts, the greatness of small acts. I love that as well. Mother Teresa talked about that. Among them, Brooks writes, welcoming a newcomer to your workplace, detecting anxiety in somebody's voice and asking what's wrong, knowing how to host a party so that everyone feels included. And then this is the last sentence I'll read. Most of the time, he writes, morality is about the skill of being considerate toward others in the complex situations of life. It's about being a genius at the close at hand. So my prayer for you and for me, most certainly today, is that we can all be a genius of the close at hand and see other people more clearly, and in doing so, love them more fully. As always, thanks for being with me. Be well, stay in touch, and God bless. Mm-hmm.